It was a dark and stormy night, and the rain fell in torrents. No, just kidding. This is one of the few instances in all of the New Testament when someone addresses our Lord by name. It's only here in Luke's telling of this story the ten lepers, the good thief, and one demon address Jesus by the name given him by the angel before he was conceived. The power of calling someone by their name. Because Bartimaeus, it's clear, already had the seed of faith alive in his heart. He had either heard about Jesus or perhaps had uh, been present in some of his ministry in Jericho. And now in this moment when Jesus is leaving the city, he feels moved to call out by name, asking for a meeting, an encounter uh, with Jesus. And it's interesting, of course, this crowd, uh, because crowds are so fickle. We know the same crowd that cries Hosanna to the Son of David, to Jesus on Palm Sunday, is the same one on Good Friday that calls for his execution. And so, too, this crowd goes from being an obstacle between Jesus and Bartimaeus to being a conduit between the two. It seems the crowd is so delighted to be with Jesus, they don't want to add another one to their ranks. Uh, they think, you know, they've got things going along swimmingly, and Bartimaeus is an interruption. And instead of simply going to him himself, Jesus uses the crowd to call Bartimaeus to himself. How similar that is to how God works in our lives when he uses those people around us to be conduits of his grace in our lives. Uh, sometimes we're aware of this grace and other times uh, we are kicking against the goad. But regardless, God uses us, God uses one another to be instruments of his call and to allow his grace to flow in our lives. And so all of a sudden this crowd goes from being an obstacle to being an encouragement. Come, come, Jesus is calling you, uh, they tell him. Because Bartimaeus knows that there is an obstacle to him following Jesus on the way. 
which of course in the Gospel of Mark is code for being a disciple, being a true follower of Jesus. That he is aware not only of this obvious physical attribute of physical blindness, but also a spiritual blindness, a blindness that affects all of humanity because of original sin. Uh, you could say that we're all spiritually blind or at least have very bad cataracts, uh, that we can't see uh, very well with or without our glasses. And it is this sight, this clarity of spiritual vision that Bartimaeus is asking for from Jesus. And the Lord, as he does in so many instances, uh, has the person ask to articulate that deepest desire of their heart, uh, to give it power by speaking it out loud, uh, to let it go from just bouncing around in our head uh, to letting it out into the world, uh, giving it power in the world. And so Bartimaeus expresses that deep longing, Master, I want to see. I want to have all those obstacles within me that keep me from following you to be removed. What a beautiful image for all of us to have that keen vision and self-awareness to know what it is that keeps each of us from following Jesus more fully. Maybe not our eyes, uh, but a past, past hurts, uh, past frustrations, uh, those wounds that all of us invariably carry, uh, that suffering that is part and parcel of human life, that we ask Jesus for that healing. And Jesus simply speaks the word. Uh, again, Bartimaeus speaks the word of his desire, and Jesus grants that desire simply by saying yes. And Bartimaeus receives his sight and becomes a follower of Jesus on the way. Now, he still, perhaps, as all of us do, carry the scars of our past wounds with us along the way, but the scars are not a detriment to following Jesus. Because, of course, to be with Jesus on the way is to be going to Jerusalem. Now, Jericho is one of the lowest spots on the earth, but it's also one of the oldest, most continuously inhabited place on the earth. Uh, it's remarkably lush if you've ever been there. Uh, I remember having some of the biggest dates, biggest fruit I've ever seen uh, down in Jericho because of uh, those springs of water 
uh, that, that are there. But it's the journey to Jerusalem uh, that Jesus offering himself on the altar of the cross uh, to be the high priest, as the letter to the Hebrews says, uh, that honor that is given to him by the Father, to offer himself as our reconciliation for sin. But as just as Jesus used the crowd to bring Bartimaeus to him, so too Jesus offers us the invitation to unite our sufferings, our pains, with his for the salvation of the world. Not because we enjoy pain or suffering, but because God can transform it. God can transform a harsh word that is meant to wound uh, into an opportunity for a deeper conversation by not taking the bait and reacting, uh, but uh, allowing that person to vent and looking beyond that painful word to a brother or sister deeply hurt and in need of healing. This we can only do by the grace of God having received that gift of healing ourselves from the wounded side of the Savior. And we do so in gratitude. Uh, we receive, just as Bartimaeus did, that healing, and we jump up for joy for this great gift. And it's in that spirit of thanksgiving that we follow Jesus on the way. Yes, resolute on Jerusalem, but joyful that God has healed us. Uh, God is in our midst, that God will save us and raise us up on the last day.